Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Mavericks. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban, Isaac. We're back, and it's media day. And we back, and we back, and we back. Media day is here. Cue chance, because we back. We back. Actually, I want to start with something that's not basketball related. Do Nick, it. do it. are you going to beat my wife in fantasy football this week? Because I don't think you are, and she wanted me to tell you that. <laughs> I am going to lose to Barb terribly. My, my wife and Nick are squared off this week in our No, I wouldn't even call it squared off. We're like triangled <laughs> off, where I'm just like over in a corner, and she's like prominently beating me. It is bad, man. I did not start either of the Patriots. I had both the Patriots receivers. I did not start either of oh them. My I had Cooks gosh. and Hogan, and I got sick of them because – Cooks got me like four points the first two weeks, combined almost, and I was sick of him. So I benched him, and then Hogan had been blah, blah, blah. He had a touchdown last week, and then I was like, he's not going to do it again this week. And he did. Hogan had so many points. Cooks had so many points. I also benched McCaffrey because Jonathan Stewart kept outscoring him, and so I was like, I'm going to bench McCaffrey and start Jonathan Stewart. What I need to do next year is not just pick two guys on the same team. Just pick one guy per team. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I suck at fantasy football so much. My wife has Brady. She loves Brady, mainly because he's, he's married attractive? to a Brazilian. Well, no. His wife Come is on. Come on. Giselle. It's some of it. His wife's from Brazil, and my wife my wife is from Brazil, so she loves Giselle. And she's like, oh, Brady. And, yeah, she thinks he's cute. But So she had to pick him with her first pick, and – he got her like 35 points today. But anyway, yeah, she just did. wanted me to throw that at you that, hey, That's fair. she beat you this week. And she's 3-0. and She's 3-0 and in our league. And I'm 0-3. It's bad. It's bad. I, this is making you look bad because you invited me. No, 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 no. A lot of it's luck, man. It seriously so. is. Speaking of fantasy, we are continuing to accept applicants for our Locked On Mavs Fantasy Basketball League. There's been a bunch of really good submissions, some disappointing submissions. We won't really talk about those. But we've had some really good submissions. You have to tweet me and Isaac with a GIF, a video, something. You have to up to Annie because there's only a few spots left. So you have to really bring it big with either like a not necessarily we're not looking like narcissistic things. We're not like we don't need like a tribute or something, but just like a really funny joke or just a funny GIF or you know something, some anecdote or something that makes us yeah, think. Somebody wrote somebody wrote a rap a few days ago. Yeah, and that, actually sent it to us. That was impressive. That was impressive. That person gets yeah. in. Yeah. He will get in for sure. We've got different gifts sent to us, different funny things. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. There's only a few spots left. We wanted to do this because we did have a lot of people reach out and say, hey, we want to be in the league. So we're like, how can we make it it to where we pick the people and eliminate people? And we also had a guy threaten to buy Rajon Rondo Dallas Maverick socks. (laughs) Have I let him in the league I don't know. I don't think you let him in the league yet, but I don't know if we want. That that was really funny. I think we need to call his bluff, though. (laughs) 
No, I might we let tweet him, him we and let say, him in I'm if waiting. If he buys the socks, if he buys the socks and sends us the receipt or a yeah, picture of him wearing it. them, then that's it. I think his Twitter handle is is DSJSZN, like Dennis with Junior season. Uh, so season, hey, yeah. I know you're listening. Send us a receipt like, <laughs> of you buying the socks, and you're in. You're it's in. Like eight bucks. It's Ed, uh, to get in the league. He's gonna get them and burn them. <laughs> oh yeah yeah then once you get them burn them and send us the video that's it we should do that uh yeah, i'm sure he's listening to the pod he has to be listening to pods so no i said we go. should do that we should buy those socks oh. and burn them <laughs> burn them <laughs> you have to wear that's part of your uh one of the board bet you have to buy rondo socks you have to wear a rondo jersey to victory park no okay that's one of the board bets for the month you have to buy the rondo socks and then you get then you burn them and post post a video Buy a Rondo socks and then t- send a picture of yourself wearing them. Okay. So we are continuing with our board bets this week. Uh, we have the Mavericks up today. We only have we only have a couple of them we disagree on, so we're going to need you guys to send us in some. Uh, so we'll give you a bunch of examples that we go through, and we're going to need you guys to tweet us, send us in your board bets that you want Isaac and I, stuff that you think Isaac and I will disagree on, because that's the stuff that's, that makes really good bets. Uh, we came up with a bunch of different options that we agreed on, and we agree on a lot, which is you know good. Our, our differences we sort of, you know, promote more than our, our similarities because they're not as fun. <laughs> the similarities aren't as fun, but yeah. so we promote those. Um, and so as you're listening to this, it's media day. Isaac and I are there, not right now because this is a Sunday that we're recording this, but we're putting this out on a Monday. It is media day, and tonight. The Dallas Cowboys play. And if you like to see the Dallas Cowboys play at some point, download the SeatGeek app. It's totally worth it. I'm going to a Rangers game this week, and I I got tickets free from my office, but I looked on the SeatGeek app, got to see where I'm sitting. It's a good thing good thing to check out. Check that out. Figure out where you're sitting. Figure out the view that you get. It's just really, really good. You get to see how much your tickets are going for. And so you can check that out. You can get tickets for yourself if your office doesn't give you tickets. Rangers are still going. I don't think they're in the playoff hunt anymore. I think that that ship has kind of sailed. I think that they're, I think they're out of it. They were four and a half games back sometime earlier today. I think that they even fell back further than that because they just haven't scored in forever. But I think it was like 20-something innings that the Rangers haven't scored. Can you imagine if the Mavericks didn't score for two and a half games? Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad we covered the NBA. <laughs> so continue to uh, download the Seeky Gap if you haven't, and then use the promo code LONBA. And best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the Seeky Gap like we've been telling you to do. Enter the promo code LONBA, LONBA, for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. It's worth it. It's great. It's SeatGeek. It's SeatGeek. SeatGeek's Seat awesome. All right. Our board bets. Isaac. Let's get into it. Let's start right away. Let's go straight into one that we agree on, which is, like we said, not as fun. And I'll post all of these on Mavs Moneyball, so you can check that out and go back and see all these there. But the Mavericks over-under win totals, 35 and a half games. We both are taking the over. Why are we going to be wrong? Wrong, man. Because the West keeps on getting freaking more stacked. Mellow, That's why man. I would be wrong, but um, yeah, I think it'll be over thirty-five and a half, but not by too much. So Mellow getting added to the Thunder is not just good because they added Mellow; they also got rid of Ennis Cantor. 
Yeah, for like, real. Gosh, he he did not help them very much. That famous gif of, you know, Billy Donovan saying, can't play canter, you know, like just mouthing can't play canter. That, I mean, that's become his nickname on, on Reddit and you know, online and everyone on Twitter. And, you know, now they have a guy that they can play anytime, you, any place. You legitimately re- pretty much replaced Cantor with Patrick Patterson. Yeah. And, you know, and like, added Mello. Start. And replaced <laughs> yeah, like, Oladipo. Yeah, gosh, they, they upgraded so much. Sam Presti, that is a, a heck of an offseason for Sam Presti. I don't know how much of a yeah. basketball fit it's going to be. I think that they're going to have some issues with the, you know, the – the crunch time stuff because Russ is just I mean I, his usage has to go down you know <laughs> he can't yeah. can't have a forty percent usage percentage but the, I think it'll work. the end of game stuff is going to be I mean it it works on a sense if everybody buys in if they completely buy in and I don't know if Billy Donovan's a coach that gets people to buy in like that I don't know if he's a Steve Kerr type guy that can actually get everybody to buy in yeah. I'm not worried about Mello. I'm more worried about Paul George. See, the Paul George compounded with Mello, I think, is going to be tough because one of those guys is going to have to be the Chris Bosh. One of those guys is going to have to be the you know. The and I think no, I think Mello, I think Mello's in that place in his career. I think he, I don't think he's stupid. I mean, he accepted, he had, he wanted to go there. So like, he had to you know sign off on this, knowing the role, knowing everything. They said Russ and PG was you know convincing him to come and all that stuff. So. I think he'll be fine. I, I, I hope. Think... I love Mello. I hope that I have. I have a Denver Nuggets Mello jersey right behind me in my closet right now. I love Mello so much. I hope that he's Olympic Mello. I th- hope he comes back. He's Olympic Mello. FIBA FIBA Mello too. FIBA Mello. Remember just the Olympics? He was like the leading scorer on the team, but yeah. he was he was only just shooting up like, <laughs> you know, he was just spotting up basically the whole the whole time. And I think I think that's what they need from him. <clears throat> How many people will be Thunder fans when they meet? Golden State in the playoffs. A ton of people. Oh yeah. But the thing about the the thing about the the Warriors is I'm not going to go too far into this. They're so they're likable, you know? There's so many people that that I feel like me and you like them, but a lot of other people just hate them. Anybody under the age of 12 loves the Warriors. <laughs> Seriously. And that's yeah. probably the majority of the Twitter followers we have, so <laughs> but we're both taking the over. It's going to be tough because of the West, but I think just the East is so bad that the Mavs are going to win so many games. I mean, the Mavs would be in the playoffs in the East. Easy. Yeah. 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 They would totally be in the playoffs. The team was, was pretty good when they were healthy and tried last year, but when they were not healthy and didn't try, they they were below the – they were at – what did they win, 30, 33 games last year? Now you put me on the spot. I can't remember. I no, think I it was 33. Remember. But it was a bad year. We don't want to remember. Yeah, it's it a new just, year, Nick. We just block a it out leaf. of our mind. Well, no, they won fifty. They lost fifty nine games, right? Something like that. Yeah, so thirty three. I don't know. So we're both taking the over. Uh, last year, I remember going into the season. Everybody was super excited, and people were saying the Mavericks are going to be a sixth seed in the playoffs because they were coming off that, you know, those two wins against the Thunder and the you know the first round, and just super excited about it and. You know, there's some really fun games, and you know, like, oh, I'll, you know, Justin Anderson will take a next step up. We're gonna, you know, we have Seth Curry who's gonna be great, and blah blah blah. And Harrison Barnes joining the team; he's gonna be awesome. It was crazy to think about last year. I was looking at the like last year's roster, and it was like Quincy AC and Cop Collingsworth and all these people that were just like. They were just gone. It's just crazy to think about last year and how far away it is. The, how many players came in and out from Jonathan Gibson and like Pierre Pierre Jackson, Jackson yeah, yeah. And there's so many people, but 
Quinn Cook. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Dallas will hover around 38 wins, something like that next year. All right, here's one. Here's a board bet that we disagree on, that Dirk Nowitzki will pass Wilt Chamberlain in scoring on the all-time list. I am going to take that. I'm, I think he's going to pass him. Isaac, you're a little skeptical. I'm a little skeptical. I need to do my math more on it. Um, he needs to score 1,159 points to pass Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, um, I think he'll definitely get close. I've just... I think it'll take two years. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see if Dirk, you know, we well, this is all a different conversation, you know, if he's going to play another year or not. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I just say no. I don't think his minutes will go completely down. I think we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm I just, totally contradicting myself with these two bets. I just think that um, I think just – We'll have a more balance. I think Dennis will take away from the scoring uh, more than yeah. you know Darren did. Um, Barnes will get his points. I think we've talked about before. I think Wes will bounce back a little bit better. So Seth's going to get his points off the bench. I, I just think um, you know his his average scoring average will go down just a little bit. So I have him missing it by you know by a hair. The only times in his, in his career that he has not scored one thousand one hundred fifty nine points. His rookie year, he only played 47 games. In 2012 and 13, we had that knee injury. He only played 53 games. And then last year, when he had his Achilles injury, he only played 54 games. Those are the only times that he has not scored that many points. Now, obviously, he had a bunch of you know MVP level years in there, 50, 40, yeah. 90 shooting you know splits years. But uh, I say yes, he will pass him. Isaac says no. Uh, and then the next one that we'll go. Let's just go with the next Dirk one. Dirk over under minutes per game. We're going 25 minutes a game over under tweet us. Whether you think Dirk will get over or under 25 minutes a game. I'm going under Isaac's going to go over. I'm going to go under. I think it's going to be about 22, 23. Yeah. I'm saying over. Uh, I think that um, just by Dirk standards, I don't, I don't know if he wants to stick around and just be a 20 minute per game guy. I think he has his, mentality of okay if i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna put up put up legit minutes so uh what he averaged last year he averaged 26 a game i think he stays right at that so i think 26 maybe 25 right at 25 but yeah i'll take that over 25 all right i'll take the under and then the another over under for dirk over under one and a half dunks Last year, Dirk, via basketball reference, dunked twice. We were both going to take the over that he's going to do that again. Uh, dunk twice. I think he's going to. Yeah, he's going to dunk twice again. <laughs> and they will be <laughs> glorious, and they will be meme-filled, and we will flood the internet and the, and the Twitter sphere with you know, highlights Dirk of Dirk. Dirk dunked, yeah. Dirk dunked. <laughs> do we remember both dunks? One of them was in, was in Mexico City. I remember when he tried to dunk. <laughs> I don't remember where the other dunk was, but I remember the, that one against Phoenix in Mexico City. I don't remember the other dunk either. Tweet us. Somebody remembers the first dunk. All right, one that we disagree on. I had to coax Isaac into doing this, so <laughs> just know I had to coax him. All his talk all summer about blah, 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 Dwight Powell, blah, blah, blah. I had to coax him into taking this bet. Dwight Powell will have more than five did-not-play coaches' decisions. 
that he will be active, but he will not be played because Crick Carlisle does not want to play him. Over, under, or we're just going to take, we'll have more than five. I'm saying no, that he will not have more than five. And Isaac reluctantly took over. Yeah, surprisingly. But if we did a minutes thing, it would be, I think it would be kind of low. Mainly because I think Clip, I think some of these guys are just not going to dress, so he's going to dress. And then it's going to come down to him or McRoberts if McRoberts is healthy. And dear God, if we're if if McRoberts averages more minutes than Dwight Powell, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm like, glad that you're there. I'm glad just that you're beca- there. Just because Dwight Powell is like this, oh, he's this young guy making nine million dollars a year, and we bring in you know Dwight you know, or McRoberts, and he like gets more minutes than Powell. It's like okay, <laughs> the verdict is here on Dwight Powell. It's been here, but there's still believers out there. I see you on Twitter. So I'm taking no. I think he will not have more than five DNP CDs. Isaac says yes. He will. He will have more. We will see with that. And I'm excited to see as the season goes. If you know, what if Dwight Powell's a breakout year this year? I wish you guys could see Isaac's face right now. <laughs> We're doing a Dwight Powell player preview podcast. Can I be the guest on it? No. Not the <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head who it is. Uh, make Cato do it. Cato <laughs> is no longer part of Mavs Moneyball. <laughs> All right, the oh, next one we agree on again, uh, but we wanted to bring it up. Nerlens Noel will average a double double for the year. Yeah, I actually think Nerlens will have a monster year. To be honest, yeah, we think we both it. think the double double will happen. Last year he almost did it, and he only played twenty two minutes a game. That's definitely going up. Yeah, I think he'll have a a, a really good year. Um, but I think we'll have a good year, but I have another bet that kind of, uh, we contradict ourselves all over the place on this. It contradicts that, but, uh, I do. Yeah. I think he'll have his, you know, health is the main thing that'll stop him from doing the double, double health and time. Now we're not saying a a major double, double. I'm talking about like a 12 and 10 or something. Yeah. Or or like 11 and 10. (laughs) Yeah. Something Something like that. But so we'll both take yes on that one. Uh, all right, the Mavs sellout streak will finally end. 700-plus games, including the playoffs. The Mavericks have sold out the AAC. And I no just re- I just wrote LOL on this because I think it will never end. <laughs> it will <laughs> no not comment. end this year. If it didn't end last year, good Lord. <laughs> no comment. Just because, no, I'm, I'm not going to talk about this. Just of how, like, they make this happen. Isaac just cracked open a 40, and he's just like, <laughs> of reasons why it's not a sellout but we can go on to the next bet all right the next bet is one we actually do disagree on this is a bet we're going to be monitoring Wes will lead the mavericks in three-pointers made who do you think when you say no but who do you think curry was only like 30 threes lower than him last year oh okay so i'll take curry uh i'll take Wes. i'll take this i think also we get a full uh, year of yogi so that yeah, doesn't that won't necessarily. He, I don't think Yogi will have more threes than Wes, but he'll shoot more threes that Wes was given. You know, like it will be passed around a little bit more. Because Wes averaged two more threes a game than Seth. It's just Seth shot a higher percentage. Yeah, um, a lot higher. But I think I mean we've we've made this known a thousand times. I think Wes will be better this year because Dennis Smith, Dennis Smith Jr. will open up the lane more and. Uh, and all that stuff, and just like Harrison Barnes just said, um, that his ability to finish at the rim is what will 
make defenses, not just penetrate and get into the lane, but his ability to actually finish at the rim. Isaac. Will make, what? What do you mean by like what Harrison Barnes just said? Oh, I didn't mean, I really honestly didn't mean to say that. All right. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. All right. Next one that we disagree on. Wes will finish the season on the roster. <laughs> so you, you, totally, you totally contradict yourself with this. Because you think that Wes will lead the Mavericks in threes made. And you think that Wes will not be on the roster by the time the season ends. Oh, yeah. That's true. I didn't know. Here's my thing. I, I do think. I just think everything is leading down this one path. And this path leading to next summer. Yeah. And just everything that Dallas has been doing this past summer that will be doing this, this season. And I just, I really think at some point come to trade deadline that, Hey, we're not going to be, you know, right in the thick of things as far as we're not going to be like a fifth seed in the West at the trade deadline or something. And I think they're just going to look around and say, Hey, like what is a, we have cap room. We have an expiring in Josh McRoberts and we have like, Whatever you want to say about West, West is still valuable in the league. Yep. And is there a is there a situation in the league to where a team would be like, hey, they have a decent sized contract, but hey, let's you know we'll ship it to Dallas or whatever it is to to take on West. And the Mavs have cap space to do that. Yeah, and to so, even add somebody with a bigger contract than Wes is like what is it seventeen million this yeah. year. So they could yeah. add they could add a max player <laughs> into that space, like a bad max player if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, or or even something like uh, this. Is just literally at the top of my head. Literally, if it's something just like Milwaukee, you know, like yeah, they have, a, they have Monroe, a bunch of dudes that are like nine like, million and up. But like like Greg Monroe's like expiring. Yeah, and Wes Matthews has a player option. But if you're Milwaukee and you're like the three seed in the East, you're like, man, Wes would be a solid piece to put. You know, alongside Middleton and you know Giannis, especially if Jabari's not healthy, let's trade you know Greg Monroe for for you know Wes Matthews. Yeah, Wes will probably opt in for that next year, but still, he's still value, still a wing you know defender. And Dallas is sitting back saying, "Yeah, we'll take on Monroe for the rest of the year, and then he's a free agent, and then you're not worrying about Wes is 17 million on the books for next year." The Mavs would need to get something. From that though, either a couple seconds or you know maybe even throw a first on there or you know like something. It, it ha- I don't know if he can get a first for West Matthews though. No, it it would have to be protected at some point, and then you know like it would have to be the first. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I would want some, I would want some tiny you know some type of piece with it. But there is something to be said of like, hey, if Seth does break out again, that you want enough money to pay Seth and Nerlens going forward if you yeah, think they're that's true. if they're think their pieces but and we've gone over this but especially if we think west is going to pick up that option uh we think that he probably will we don't think he's yeah. going to be good enough to where he's going to play himself out of that option and that's that's the, for sure that's what we're monitoring if we if we see west and he's having a, an amazing year like uh like looks like the three and d player that the mavericks signed back when they did then he might opt out of it and try to get a longer deal with more money on it but uh, he's not going to get more per year than 18 no, especially no, especially with the market next year. No, he's not at all. Which is the Nerlens thing that we've talked about at nauseum. So, all right, Wes. I think that Wes will not lead the Mavericks in three pointers. Isaac thinks he will. Then also, Isaac thinks he will be off the roster by the end of the year. I think he will still be on the roster. I think the Mavs love Wes so much. I think if they would have traded him, they probably would should have already done it. So, all right. 
this also goes along with with Wes Matthews and whether he's going to be on the team or not and other things. Over under, Seth will start 15 games for the Mavericks. What do you say, Nick? I say over. And then I contradicted myself in the next one that we will talk about. So <laughs> we both did. We both contradicted each other in this next one. So I think he's yeah. I think over. I think there will be a bunch of matchups where you look and say, um, and this is hard one because injuries are going to come into play. <laughs> injuries will play a lot. Into a lot, this for sure. a lot, a lot. Um, if if Dirk misses significant time, they'll just go with that Nerlens, Barnes, Matthews, Curry, Dennis lineup. That's what they're going to do. But there will also be just matchups where you say, man, like we can start Dirk at center and we're not going to lose anything. You know, <laughs> like there's just nobody on the other side and we can just start Seth and, or we need a ton of offense to start the game, you know? Um, yeah. I think that that'll happen enough times to where he'll start 15 or more games. It's super intriguing, especially there's a lot. This is one of the biggest storylines to go into, you know, next week is, or even the season because, you know, what is Seth? Like, what is Seth for you moving forward? And if you want him long-term, you don't have bird rights. You don't have an option. You don't have anything next summer. So you're going to want to have him have a good year, but you want to make him happy too. And he wants to start. Like, he hasn't yeah. been – and this is something that, you know, when you listen to this, I'm going to try to ask him, you know, tomorrow at media day, is like, hey, how much does starting mean to you? Like, this is going to mean a lot. Is he willing to accept the Jason Terry role? He's going to say it uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, and but like you know, people. He's that, that he's know. that guy that's gonna he from from talking to him. He's gonna say like, no, starting doesn't doesn't really matter that much. You know, I just want to go in there and I, if I'm you know I'm gonna be given the the opportunity and the the time to you know to play and to show myself and to, to prove my game. You know, is worth it and blah blah blah. Like it's gonna it's gonna be like that. But yeah, if he doesn't so, though. That's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fi- I'll figure out a different way to word it, but. I, it, it'll just be something, you know, and, and for Dallas' sake, if they do think he's a beast for the future, then do they try to rearrange the lineup to where they do start him and say, hey, let's see what it's like. Let's make him happy yeah. and let's, you know, give him a taste of what it could be like if he sticks around after in the summer. And, or if they find out that him and, and Dennis Smith Jr. are an incredible pairing together. All the threes that we're saying Wes is going to get, if they see that, oh, man, Dennis can get, you know, or Dennis can get Seth a ton of threes too, and Seth can hit them at a better, at a better clip. If they just see that yeah. and say, man, we, you know, this team is pretty good defensively. I, I didn't put this as a bet yet, but the Mavericks, I think, could be a top 10 defense next year as far as defensive rating goes. And if they're that good of a defense and their offense is just – as bad as it was last year, which I don't know how much it's going to improve, but if they're that bad, they're like, man, we just need something on offense. So let's start these two together because they're going to, you know, give us, a, he's going to give us a better chance on, on offense than maybe Noel will. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're going to see, you know, the first substitution of the game is going to be Dirk most likely for Seth. <laughs> um, yeah. Dirk for Seth or even Nerlens for Seth and running now, you know, because you, the lineup, you know, taking Nerlens out for Seth, then that gives you the ultimate three-point offensive lineup. Yeah, everybody on the floor can hit a three. But then, if you take Dirk off for Seth, then you got a really good defensive lineup. Yeah, <laughs> and so, so yeah, I mean, it, it it's give and take. We're gonna see him no, play with take, a lot. No, if you take if you take Dirk out for um, 
Dorian. Then you have a really good defensive lineup. You have Wes, you have Harrison, you have Nerlens, you have oh, yeah, Dorian. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. I mean, yeah, that's true. Do you hear my dog <laughs> barking? Yeah, Laker. Oh wow, what is that? Sounds like a creature. <laughs> He's freaking out. He does not think that Wes will start 15 games. <laughs> he does not think that Seth will start 15 games. Hey, Nick, we have breaking news. No. On Twitter, the the Chicago Bulls and Dwayne Wade have reached an agreement on a buyout. And he's going to? Nobody's saying yet. Ooh, the board bet continues. I think he's going to Cleveland, man. Uh, Nick, you already lost one. I, already d- I did lose one already. <laughs> We just literally is so funny because a few days ago, if you've been listening, we made board bets on the NBA season. One of them was Carmelo Anthony will be a Nick for the remaining of the year. He wasn't. A, said, he wasn't a Nick for media day. For, <laughs> uh, what's funny is you tweeted at me that, and I thought you meant the because I had OKC as the second seed already, and yeah. you had the, you had Houston, and so this helps oh, my yeah. other bet, bet also. That helps that as well. Gosh, I can't believe they got Melo for Cantor. That's yeah. Anyway, all right, let's keep on going. Cantor and man, <laughs> gosh, Cantor and uh, Porzingis. That's gonna be. Also, I'm gonna. I'm, I have to do something on loyalty because Cantor like put out this whole thing about okay, Oklahoma and all this stuff, and he was so up for you know living there and being there, and then all of a sudden they just trade him like four days yep. later. Gosh, that's why. That's why, man. I, I don't bash people, man. I don't nope. bash these players. If there's there's one thing that when people talk to me and say, hey, what what's something you've learned or a different perspective since you started covering the NBA? I said, from the moment I stepped into that locker room, it's given me a different personal vibe, like experience. Like I, there's a difference between seeing Harrison Barnes on TV and now getting to know him and knowing that these guys, yep. like it's not just about money. And it's so easy as a fan to sit back and say, oh, millionaires, who gives a crap? Yeah. But it's still human beings. They still have feelings. They still have families. They still have kids. They still have like homes. Like these are still people uprooting kids out of school systems. There's like just getting for us to see that on a personal level. It's changed so much in, in me uh, personally over the past year. So that's in in that perceptions and these mindsets and opinions I have have changed also with with the KD thing with the Isaiah Thomas thing. I'm like. But why do these players need to show loyalty? Like bullcrap. Like I would love, yeah, I, we love it as fans of teams. Like I love the Mavericks, but I don't blame them. No, nope, like, not at all. Not to an organization. Think, yeah, you can, like you. I think loyalty is is a bigger thing now to other players. Yeah, like from player to player, not necessarily like with your boys, not necessarily with an organization or a team, because. Oh, who made this joke? Oh, I was watching the Seinfeld documentary on Netflix. Really, really good. I don't know if you like Seinfeld or anything, but he it's no. just a documentary about his life and he's like, What's the point of he's like, What's the point of, you know, rooting for a sports team? You're rooting for you're rooting for clothing. The only thing that's different, all these guys move around different teams and blah blah blah. You're just rooting for clothing at that point. That's the only thing that's the same from year to year, you know, from you're you're a fan for fifty years. From the time that you start to the time that you end, nobody's the same. Nobody. Not, you know, most of the time, not an owner, not, you know, like nothing is the same. So at this point, you're just rooting for laundry. <laughs> it's like, that's so true. Like, you're, you're, you're just rooting for the clothing at that point. And you follow players and, you know, you do stuff. And, but, you know, showing or like showing loyalty to an organization doesn't really matter as much as it used to. Or it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, 
All right, Dwayne Wade, he's out. He's out in Chicago. Figured. See where it goes. I said a few pods ago that I, th- I think he would go to the Lakers, but he just like Dwayne Wade just liked a tweet that said somebody said I read somewhere that Dwayne Wade could be joining Oklahoma City, and Dwayne Wade liked that tweet. Woj just said Cleveland, San Antonio, and Miami are leaders for Wade. Woj also just said that the other day that Carmelo opened up his trade thing to Portland, Cleveland, and Houston, and then he got immediately the day after got traded to Oklahoma City. So I don't know about these lists that Woj is coming up Bro, with. Wade to San Antonio would be intriguing. That'd be so weird. Rudy Gay and Wade. That would Those be are intriguing. That's a weird offseason. That is a weird option. Super weird, but that would be weird. Miami, I could see Miami for sure. Oh going yeah, back there. no, that's that's if we were if we were putting odds on this, that would be the highest one to me. And then Cleveland after that. Would he would he start over Roberson if he goes OKC? Yeah, just by pedigree. Some people say no, but I could. I don't know. That. I don't know what. I don't know how Donovan is on that kind of stuff. I haven't watched him enough to know if he. <laughs> how weird would it be? All these bro, all these dudes going to Oklahoma City. So like weird. this tiny little town. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter. Oh no, it was my it was my guy Blake was t- talking to me about how like the Mavericks being a top five market is you know such a great thing for them, and I was like, that means nothing, man. Like top five market doesn't mean squat. Look at you know, like Carmelo Tell me those, just uh, chose free agents to- the Knicks. <laughs> The Knicks have Carmel. Yeah, look at the Knicks. Carmelo just chose to go to Oklahoma City. Have you ever been to Oklahoma City? <laughs> yeah, it is small. It is smaller than like Fort Worth. <laughs> it is small, like just uh, as a city. And he he was saying that you know it matters because you can pay you know if you're paying three years in the luxury tax and stuff like that. It's like yeah, I, I guess so. But if you have an owner that'll shell out and an owner owns a smaller you know team, then. You know they'll do it, <laughs> or if your team yeah. is good enough to where they're making money to make that worth it, then yeah, you you can do that. Also, Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland's the highest highest salary in the league right now. The highest payroll in the league is Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Their river was on fire like twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, the payroll <laughs> stuff, uh, the payroll stuff uh, always baffled me because. They had the highest payroll in the history of the NBA well, facing yeah. the Warriors well, facing yeah. the Warriors in the in the finals and yet they were like <clears throat> the underdog or the you know, people I've never seen a team like everybody would hate always hate on the Yankees because they had the highest payroll. Yeah. Like Cleveland had the highest payroll in the history of the whole NBA and yet people were still like, Oh, we've got to root for the underdog, we gotta root for these guys. I'm like Dang bro <laughs> Do we do we really <laughs> All right, what's our next Mavs board bet? All right, our next one is the one that contradicts what we just said. Noel gets benched at some point. Now explain this to everybody. Explain what you mean by this. All right, so it's not just about a one-game thing. I just think at some point in the season, Dallas is going to look back and they might have lost like three to five games in a row. Yeah, they need a change. They're going, Yeah, they need a change, and they're like, hey, we, we want to put Seth into the starting lineup. And they move Dirk to center because that's the best position you can play now in the league. And say, hey, let's roll out this lineup for a couple weeks. And so, yeah, I, actually, I think it could fit into my Seth starting under 15 games because I think it could be maybe a couple week thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they just try it out. If does it work a lot? If it doesn't work, do they just go back to normal? Um, yeah, that's what I think it is. That's the game plan that I, I think very well could happen and probably would happen. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say no at this point. I think that. 
I don't think Noel will start every game. I think there will be some matchups. And this was the thing where there's a little nuance to this bet. It's not necessarily he will get benched once, <laughs> you know, and Isaac loses, <laughs> you know, like, uh, or I, no, I lose. Uh, I think that he won't get benched for a long period of time. I think there will be certain matchups. Like you play a certain team where you need him out there. You know, you definitely need him out there. Uh, but there maybe when they play, like when they play the Pelicans, are they really going to start Dirk out there against Cousins or, or Davis? That's going to be tough. But They did last year, so. Well, they didn't have any options last year. Yeah, but I mean, well, what options do they have this year? Noel, Barnes. I mean, you put that lineup out there, it's going to be better than – It'd be better than Dirk, so. But they had that lineup last year, though. They had it for that was his first game. They weren't going to oh, start okay. his first game. That was a little different, but he actually played Boogie decently well. Yeah, no, he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. He's he's not big enough to defend Boogie like in the post, but Boogie also no, like doesn't want to play in the post. <laughs> Dirk played Boogie decently oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Dirk's also just a, a fine positional defender as well. Yeah, and he just knows where to go. All right, our next one. Mavs will finish in the top 11, and Dallas has a better record than Memphis. Ah. Going back and forth. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I think uh, I, I do, do think that Dallas will finish in the top 11 of the Western Conference. That means I only have three teams finishing beneath them, or is it four teams? 12? No. Five teams. I have four teams because there's 15 teams in each conference. So, yeah. So I have four teams finishing underneath them. That is the Suns. That is the Kings. That is the Lakers, and that is the Memphis Grizzlies. So these two go go hand in hand, where the Mavericks will finish in the top 11, and then Memphis will have a better record than Dallas. If they lose their guys, if Memphis loses, you know these two All guys. Right, Nick, I'll give you this caveat. All right. Chandler Parsons plays 35 games. Wow. Hey, Memphis. I think what Con- what Conley and, and Gasol play matters more. If they play 50 games, I think they have a better record than Mavericks. Than the Mavericks. Gosh, that one's so tough. I'll just go no. I'll just go no though. I say Mavericks will not finish the top 11, and and Dallas will not have a better record than Memphis. I'll just go with it. Okay. I'll die on that hill. And. Laker agrees with me with his squeaking of his toy. I'm about to come over to your house and take that squeaker and he throw just it out. Figured out he just figured out how freeway. to use it. <laughs> He's also obviously right. going nuts right now. So that's the end of our bets right now. We need more, though. We need more bets that Isaac and I can go up against each other. We're doing these for the whole year, so we're going to take all these bets. At the end of the year, we're going to figure out who – is you know who wins the most bets and then whoever loses has to do something so we need board bets we need payoffs so send us both if you guys have a bet that you think isaac and i will disagree on or if you have a payoff that you think we should do at the end of the year for example one of the payoffs that we're gonna we're gonna consider doing is for a whole week isaac has to respond with my opening question my opening question always is what you got for me Isaac or some iteration of that. Isaac has to respond by singing the chorus of a Taylor Swift song every single Shake it off for a Shake week. it off like that. Uh-uh. But he has to sing the whole thing. He has to sing the whole chorus. So <laughs> if Isaac does that, then uh if he, if he loses. So we need some more for me, we need some for him cuz we're also going to pick games every single we're going to pick every single game even preseason and then whoever wins the most at the end of the month will also have yeah, uh, issue a payoff for the other person to do. Yes, yes, I can't wait. We will also compound 
the fantasy into payoffs as well. How about Ooh, let's do that? Okay, maybe, maybe. Whoever finishes higher. I'm looking forward to that thousand word piece on John Clavel. <laughs> no, I thought it was McRoberts. No, it was Withy. No, Withy. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, you want to talk about Media Day? Let's talk about Media Day. So you could be, we have a lot of our listeners, probably, what, a thousand or so listeners that listen to this probably in the, before 8 o'clock. Yeah, I wouldn't put a number on it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so we have a lot of people that listen to it uh, a lot of people, before 8. A lot of people in other countries, you know, shout out to India, shout out to Germany, shout out to Australia. Australia comes, I, Australia shows out big for this podcast. Shout they out do. to Australia. Shout out to you, Australia. Um, anyway... We have a lot of people listening to this in the morning, so there's a good chance that you're listening to this podcast before Media Day hits. Media Day starts at 12.30. Um, I should probably know that before I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know it's somewhere around lunchtime. So, uh, oh But anyway, gosh, so, so Media Day starts tomorrow, so you're probably gonna, you know, some of you are going to listen to this before Media Day. And we want to talk about a few things, maybe um, storyline stuff that you could be listening for. Uh, because... We all agree what's going to dominate Media Day, and that's Nerlens Noel and Dennis. Yeah, the Nerlens situation. I mean, we want to see. So every Media Day, they have they'll have four people come to an actual podium and actually address the media at a, like a, a normal press conference would be. Yeah. And I was really, I was, I've been waiting for this list. Uh, I was really intrigued to see who it was because they only do a couple. They don't just do everybody. It's not like yeah, so exit, they, exit interviews. They bring in every single player, but they don't, yeah. they don't do that for media day. So they do four and we know Rick's going to be one of them. We know Dirk's going to be one of them. And <clears throat> last year, Wes was one of them, but he's not this year. We knew Harrison so that, was going to be one of them. Yeah, so then Harrison said, so I'm like, are they going to bring up the Rook? Are they going to put him in front of everybody and say, all right, here we go? Uh, or are they going to do Nerlens? And, you know, they chose to do Nerlens. So Nerlens is going to take the podium. Uh, I am I am very, very intrigued to see how he handles this. Uh, Nerlens is not always – he's not a Harrison Barnes, uh, which not a lot of people are. Like, Harrison's very in the sen- In the sense that he's, you know, very articulate – he, yes. you know, like is statesman. Like he's been, you know, Andrew Bogut last year said that he was the senator. <laughs> like that was his nickname that he gave him. Yeah, I mean, he could do politics right now. So, um, anyway, Nerlens might speak his mind a little bit more. I'm, just, I'm super intrigued just to see um, what all Nerlens says about his contract situation, what happened over the summer. I know I have a couple of questions in the hopper um, to see if I can get out there uh, if. Well, which a lot of the questions everybody wants to hear, so somebody will ask something similar. But yeah, that'll that'll happen for sure. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, he's going to get a lot of love. Everybody's going to get asked about him, and wherever he goes on Media Day, people will be there to follow. We are excited that the the Cowboys are playing on the same day as Media Day. Yeah, so we're kind of intrigued to see how much media shows up to. And ho- media Day. hopefully, we get some access. We're excited about that. Um, what's another thing? They all so, so they start in media day. We'll just tell everybody how it happens. So they start and we just go into the practice court and there's all these photo booths set up. It's like picture day at school. You remember picture day at school? You line up. They they give you a little comb. They give you a number. Give you a, the thing and you can order. You know, whatever. 
pictures or whatever. Remember picture day? They have all yeah. these booths set up and all these cameras and places. And I went to a big school, so we had to, I mean, we had to shuffle through this fast. Like they had to bring us through and go through. They have all these different things set up where they're doing promotional things. They're doing the, the pictures that you see at the beginning of, you know, the, the games and the broadcasts and the things that they're going to use for social media and all that stuff. So they're just bringing all this, all these pictures, their, their official headshots, all that kind of stuff. They're just, they're doing all at the first day. So they'll do all that. We'll just be kind of walking around, taking pictures and stuff. And then they'll do these pressers that Isaac was talking about and they'll just have them come through one by one and ask you to talk to them. And I'm excited. What, what question are you excited to hear about from, from Dennis? Cause it feels like we've, I mean, we've talked about all the Dennis stuff that we can. Yeah, I mean, which we've already talked to Dennis. So Dennis took a few questions on draft night, and then his I mean his opener. Yeah, uh, his, his introductory press conference. I mean, I then asked at him summer a league, questions. I talked to him. We talked to him as well. Yeah, so I mean, he's answered questions a lot this summer, um, compared to some of these guys we haven't seen. So like Jeff Withy, <laughs> like Jeff Withy. Um, no, so I don't know what all you know he can really get asked differently. I'm heading into the season. I don't really have a ton, really, to get from him. I just want to see him play. Dang, I'm I'm so ready to see him play. Nick, I can't hear you. With Harrison Barnes, I'm interested in that goal of three assists per game. I'm interested to see how he thinks he's going to come about that because he's the highest he's ever averaged is 1.8. And that was not even last year. <laughs> I mean, mm. it, I think it's just, it's either going to be a difference in mindset or it's going to be a difference in he actually needs certain skills, like his passing ability has to, you know, he has to pinpoint his passing a little bit more. I'm interested to talk to him about that for sure. And I think his playmaking will be a focus for him um, this, this year. And I know rebounding will be a huge thing for him. And he thinks that rebounding will be the key to like, everything the Mavericks were last in the NBA in rebounds last year last yeah it was huge rebounds, it, and they were the Mavericks were a top 15 defense by defensive rating and they were obviously the last in in rebounds but not just the last in rebounds they were 300 rebounds less than the team above them so the, the number 14 team they were 300 rebounds less and the difference between 14 and 1 400 rebounds <laughs> they were lower by a significant margin from those teams that you know were really good defenses last year yeah rebounds going to be one of the biggest focuses uh i think at training camp i think uh mark my words I'm, i can almost bet money mark that Cuban when, his words when rick <laughs> when rick carlisle is asked what's going to be a focus on training camp he, rebounding will be one of his words yeah that's one of the um, things that will come out of his mouth and defense <laughs> He's just gonna yeah. keep harping on that. So yeah, that would be uh that would be huge. Um I'm interested to I want to get a question about backcourt minutes. Yeah. Um just to see how it's just gonna play out play out. I mean, we're looking at Yogi, Seth, JJ, and Devin. I think we're gonna see a lot of we're gonna see a lot of three guard lineups for the Dallas this year because we're kinda like we're kinda like bookends. Our roster is kinda like bookends of on a bookshelf. We have all these guards, we have all these bigs, and then literally, if you want to go like traditional, like wing or three, you just got Barnes and Finney Smith. Yeah, like there's, you know, it's like even the non-guaranteed guys. I mean, John and Dozier and you know Wayne's like those are all guards. Yeah, like, they are guards. 
So like, and then you got the bigs that, I mean, we literally have three traditional centers and with the measure and Noel, even Dirk, you know, if, whatever you want to say he's that. A seven footer. You, yeah. He's not going to play three Powell McRoberts. Like, so you, you they just kind of, and Brandon Ashley, like those guys are not going to be touching the wing. So, and then you just got None Barnes of them and go Smith. Stop. None of them. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm interested. What that tells me is, you're going to see a lot of three guard lineups. We're going to see Devin playing the three. We're going to see you know West, West playing the three a lot. You know, and so I just want to see kind of if they have a plan in place. How I don't know, just different you know stuff with that. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting for me as well. Um, I think he's going to say something like they're going to they're going to need to earn their minutes. You know, <laughs> I don't think know if he's going to yeah. give it away. But I was surprised that he said that Dennis was going to be projected as the starting lineup. So. Are going to be yeah. projected as the starting point guard, so for sure. Would you agree? I I wrote a piece of. There's two days your dog. Ago. I, just, I just heard your dog. So both of our dogs have made appearances. <laughs> yeah, she's going nuts in the other room. Um, I wrote a piece a couple of days ago on how I believe the roster is pretty much already set, and it's it's kind of different for Dallas because we've went in the past couple of years to where we had one maybe two spots open on the roster uh, kind of up for grabs. And I don't think they'll, uh, they'll really say it. I think they'll probably say, Oh yeah, we're going to have some competitions and different stuff. Nick's over. Just <laughs> Sorry, I'm cracking up. I just threw, <laughs> I just threw Lakers toy and he just like beefed it over one of, we have these little things called poofs in the middle of our living room that are like these, uh, Ottoman things that you put your feet on. They're just like big yeah. things in the middle of the floor. And he tried to jump over it and just totally <laughs> wiped out. Sorry. Poor dog. No, but I, I think the roster is pretty much already set. I think yeah. the only thing up for grabs at training camp is, um, is that second two way spot. Uh, because I think, um, I think who do you say, who do you, I want to hear yours. Who do you think is getting those last couple of roster spots? Gosh, without even seeing, I think probably, Dozier probably gets the other two-way spot. I don't know. I don't see Maxi coming over and, and accepting a two-way spot. I, I I think he makes the roster, and maybe Brandon Ashley makes the roster. Like I think it's the the last roster spot to me is between Ashley and Kleber, and okay, and Kleber. I think what about Withy? Probably leans. Gosh, that's true too. So I I it's probably Withy then. Based on a few conversations that I had, um. I don't know. I pretty. I would put a high percentage that Kleber will be on the roster, but that. So I. I think he is on the roster. Um, just some stuff. I don't know. Um, but then yeah. I think Jeff. I think Jeff Withy's on the roster also. So, so somebody's got to go. Well, I think I don't think any of the non non guarantee guys are gonna you know gonna be on it. Well, so yeah. What What about two way? Who do you think's gonna Fill that two way spot. If I want to, if I want to say who it is, I, I want to say Dozier. I'm, I like Dozier. I like him more than Cavell. Uh, Wayne's is not going to get it. No. Um, I don't like. We're just putting kind of things together here and saying, would they give their second two way spot to a guy at the same position as Motley? And so, therefore, I don't think Brandon Ashley would make it. Yeah, that's tough. <clears throat> and they already know Ashley. Like so. Anyway, I, I think it's Dozier or somebody or Clavel. I mean, we'll see how that. I definitely could see Clavel getting it, but yeah, I mean, I think the final roster will be Dennis, JJ, and Yogi, Wes, Seth, and Devin, 
Barnes and Finney Smith, Dirk, Powell, McRoberts, Kleber, Nerlens, Mesri, and Withy. Uh, I will say this, and we, I think we've mentioned it before. If there's a, a battle or something to even uh, to look at to where somebody could possibly not be on the roster, I think it's between Jeff Withy and Mesri. Yeah. Because I, I, we like Salah, and I like Salah too. But I think there there would be a tiny possibility to where if Jeff Withy comes in and them saying, do we really need two traditional centers on the roster? And if Jeff Withy is impressing and shows what Salah does, he's like five year, four or five years younger. Uh, he might rebound a little bit better in Salah. Yeah. So. yeah, I think four years younger. Okay. So anyway, I think they could both – I have them right now both making the roster, but don't be surprised if Withy makes it in Salah did not make yeah and as the roster sits right now there's so like you said the bookends are it's very extreme and that's what you don't want in the nba <laughs> you, you know you want these guys that are between the six six and the six nine you know that can go between positions and can do a whole bunch of stuff and they don't have any yeah. they have two of those guys <laughs> yeah for sure and that's i mean how how do you justify dressing you know three noel measure and with all together, you know, like dress them Dirk. all on the same night. Yeah. And, so and Powell, cause they Powell played the majority of his minutes last year at, at five, he played 83% of his minutes via basketball reference. So it'll be super intriguing to uh, see how that plays out. Who's a non-guaranteed guy that you're, uh, I don't know. We're, we're kind of nerdy. If we're saying we're excited about, if you're, guys, if you but... guys are listening to this podcast right now and you've made it this far, you're as nerdy <laughs> as we are. So, who, they want to know. Who, some of these non-guaranteed guys, who are you excited about? I'm excited. Counting Kleber. Yeah, I'm, Withy, I'm excited Clavel, about him. Dozier, I'm excited to Wayne. see him because we haven't seen enough. Of, I haven't seen enough of him to who? know Kleber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see enough of him to know like what his three-point shot is like. Um, to see if it can actually, like in an NBA game from NBA range, if that's going to be, you know, consistent if he's going to be actually like a real stretch four if he's just in theory a a good stretch four we've seen that so many times like a guy that just got paid today Miritich you know was was, you know supposed to be this great you know stretch four and he just he just became like a theoretical stretch four so I'm interested to see that I'm interested to see I mean Jan Clavel I mean I've I've talked about him I think we made that bet that I did we didn't put on the board bets which I'm glad we didn't what? Um, Why didn't we put that? We've already put a bet on this. Yeah, um, I'm interested just to see him. I think he'll end up on the legends because um, I think I just think he's a you know, really good defensive player that can shoot the three, and I think that's you know always needed. And then yeah, those are the two guys that I'm the most interested in. Yeah, I'm intrigued by Maxi. Um, I want to see Withy. I liked Withy's game. I think he's a good backup, uh, but I'm intrigued by Dozier. I think uh, Dozier could uh, actually. Uh, Impress some six six, you know, guard kind of linky. I don't know. I'm just intrigued by him. I don't think he he makes the final roster, but I think he could get that two way spot. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about this more as training camp goes on. Isaac and I will give you update tomorrow from train from media day. We might post this. We not we might not wait till the next day to post this to post the media day podcast. We might just post it right away because it's probably going to be pretty time sensitive. So sure. Be looking out for, this will be a two pod day then tomorrow. Uh, and then our schedule is going to be very different going through. We're not going to probably do the Monday through Friday podcast. We'll probably do, you know, some here and there because of depending on when games are. So just be on the lookout for that. Certain training camp days. We'll probably do some, 
Uh, it'll be the schedule will be a little inconsistent, so just be watching out for that. And we'll be we'll definitely give you the five podcasts a week for sure. And we'll continue to do the uh, the player previews. I got a couple more that I'm doing with our guys at Mavs Moneyball. We got a lot of preview stuff up on the site right now, so go check that out. What do you guys have at Smoking Cuban? Man, we're just uh, prepping for you know training camp and everything coming with that. I had a couple pieces come out uh, that I mentioned, just kind of what to listen for on media day, um, just different, you know, how the roster looks right now, all that. I have a piece coming out on Monday morning um, that kind of I didn't mean to allude to earlier that you'll hear the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear the whole conversation on Wednesday, but uh, prior to recording this, I just got off the phone with Harrison Barnes. Just talking with him about his off season and his wedding and Carmelo and uh, just the season and Dennis Smith Jr. and uh, just a bunch of fun stuff. He's a super cool guy. Uh, just getting to know him. But anyway, uh, a piece uh, at the Smoky Cuban will come out on Monday morning uh, about some of the things we talked about, and then our full conversation uh, will be unlocked on Mavs a podcast probably on Wednesday. Probably, yeah. So we'll see. We'll get that to you. You tweeted this, but let's go ahead and tease it just on the podcast. Uh, you talked to Harrison Barnes about Carmelo. How did he find out that Carmelo had been traded? Because it's always crazy to me that these guys either find out from Twitter or they find out from other sources, but a, sort of an unlikely source told Harrison Barnes about Carmelo. Yeah, so Barnes and Barnes is on Twitter, um, but he's not. I don't think he's one of those guys that's just always on Twitter. And, uh, so he, I asked him, I had this whole plan, you know, what to talk, start the podcast talking about. But once we hit record, I was like, man, I got to ask you, like, what about mellow? Like, <laughs> how did you find out what are your thoughts about it? He was like, man, I actually just pulled up to an AT&T and I get out and <laughs> Dwight Powell's there. He said, and Dwight Powell's like, Hey man, did you hear mellow just went to OKC? And I was like, no way. Like, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, it's so crazy. Like, what AT and T, y'all? Yeah, I was gonna say, both of you guys had an AT and T, an iPhone eight or something. Like, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Dwight probably went up there. Do you guys have the X? (laughs) Do you have the X? Because I need something to play with on the bench. Stop, stop. (laughs) All right, that's it. That's how we'll end today's Locked On Mavericks. Sorry about my puppy. He is just going insane right now with his squeaking toy. So hopefully that didn't disrupt you guys too much. Uh, Yeah. All right, guys. Happy Media Day. We'll talk to you after Media Day. We will talk to you after Media Day. Thanks so much for joining. Continue to subscribe and download Seeky Gap Locked On NBA. That's the promo code LONBA. Peace out. (laughs) Boom.